Hello, hello, and welcome to Black Sky Legion, episode 123. Where should elite commanders go now? I am your host, Kai Zen, and I am drinking a Dragon's Milk Reserve. This is a new uh, bourbon barreled aged stout limited run with peanut butter. It's got like notes of peanut butter. Holy shit, is this stuff good. I have been enjoying a few of these tonight i'm going to lead you through a discussion where we're going to talk about elite dangerous tonight we're going to talk about star citizen um <clears throat> we're going to take the night off from nomansky but we're going to have a conversation where should elite commanders go now and i want to be clear about this i don't want to mislead anyone the idea isn't that elite commander should necessarily leave elite <clears throat> it's what do you do maybe where elite commanders go is back to elite and keep on trucking and or console commanders move over to pc or go through that that system that um that uh wolf <clears throat> talked about last week of running it uh through a uh steam deck there's like there's there are possibilities there's lots of possibilities but i feel like for some reasons that we're going to discuss tonight the conversation should be had and for some commanders for some elite commanders the the, the correct answer is that they're going to stay with elite or, and or stay with elite through different means but for some commanders, the answer might be that it's time to either move on or simply augment their elite playtime with some other things as well. So I wanted to make sure that I got that off the bat. I, I don't want you guys to think that this is all just about leave elite, the, the end is nigh, whatever. Like for some people, the answer is you keep on trucking. Um, but yeah, we're going to discuss all that with me tonight. For this discussion is uh i'm gonna start with our fucking amazing researchers i i just love them to death lady rain cloud and chad lozon let's start with lady rain what are you drinking tonight and uh, how are you doing good uh had a little bit of a tumble so in some pain but i'm doing all right and i'm drinking some coke right now because i need that caffeine yo hell yeah hell yeah and chad Back from the House of Mouse. Take two yep. seconds to tell people where all you went this week and what you're drinking. And, and uh, yeah, let's get it going. I went to Disneyland with my wife for her birthday and our belated honeymoon from we got married last year since we couldn't go on honeymoon because of, you know, the coup. Yeah. Uh, and it was fun. We had lots of great, great time. Three days at the House of Mouse. Um, our feet are sore and uh, our, we're a little bit poor, but we had a great time. Hell yeah. And, Congrats. And Mazel tov. Yes, and I'm having um, a Snapple diet, diet Snapple Peach iced tea because I just love that stuff. And hell yeah, it's it's nice to be able to sit down <laughs> again after walking about 35 miles over like four days. Hell yeah, and I have to apologize. I forgot to say something in my intro. Happy St. Patrick's Day, TL. Yeah, fuck yeah. Happy St. Patty's or Stella Fortuna or whatever the hell it is you want to call it. Um, right on. Also, we have the tactician. Of course, you know, you love him. Tweet. Say hello to the beautiful people. Tell them what kind of coffee we're drinking tonight. Hello, everybody. Friday night's upon us again. Tonight, I am drinking some Carolina cream Ooh. with a little bit of coffee added into it. So Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Big shout out to our, our main man over at 6 and 20. They don't officially sponsor us. That was just a joke. We don't do sponsors. But I got to say... Six and twenty is an awesome distillery. Look for them. 
they're they have like special whatever they're like blue ridge mountain waters whatever to make up their stuff and um special barley from i don't know all this shit it's good liquor go and get it's, some it's really good go and get some and it's uh there's an elite commander who is uh uh, like one of the guys that runs things down there, and he hooked us up with a few bottles, and we love us some six and twenty. And let me tell you something: I love Bailey's Irish Cream in my, in my coffee. The the six and twenty Carolina Cream. Imagine Bailey's Irish and Cream, right? And then just imagine that you were drinking that while watching Dinner Jennifer Aniston dance naked. That's how good it is. All right. We also, I probably shouldn't have said that. We also have Wolf Dragon. Say hello to the beautiful people. Tell them what you're drinking. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this fine Friday evening. Ich trinke Bitburger because it is a fantastic beer. All right. And... Go ahead. Oh, how's that? <laughs> ah, I, I see in the chat, I see uh, Nomad saying, hey, man, Chad, turn Chad up. I swear to God, I did sound checks before the thing. And you're right. Chad was significantly quieter than whatever. So I just boosted him by a good bit. Say hi again to people, Chad. And let me see if you don't blow. Hello. Whoa. One, two, three. All right. I turned yeah. you up and then you turned yourself <laughs> up. Hold on. I didn't, I didn't do anything. All right. I played the fifth. All right. I've now ch turned Chad back down. Say okay. hello, Chad, now. and tell Hello. Me Hello once again. Can you hear me? Am I okay? There we um, go. Okay. Yeah, I went to Disneyland for three days. I uh, went to D Disneyland for two days and DCA for one day. Lots of fun. If you have a chance to go on Rise of the Resistance in Galaxy's Edge, do it. It's fantastic. Uh, had a great time with my wife um, and haven't been, it's the first time I've been back in six years. So it was quite a lot of changes in that time. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. All right, so we got everybody's intros out of the way. I want to go around the – just take two, two seconds to go around the horn. What's everybody been doing this week, and how, how have you been? I've made a very strong, like, no shit, legit uh, wolf. If you're – oh, you got a bonfire tomorrow. Fuck. I was going to say, uh -huh. we need to – Hopping together into Nomansky and do that shit this weekend. We got to figure out a time. We're we're doing that because God, I love Nomansky and I miss it. It's time. I, I miss I, I miss Nomansky. I miss Star Citizen. I'm not gonna comment on anything else, but yeah, uh, yeah, we gotta we gotta do that soon. What's everybody been doing this weekend? Having fun with Chad? I we we heard yours. You were in the House of Mouse, but Wolf, what you been playing and having fun with this week? And what are you looking forward to next week? Uh, I've been playing a bit of New World, mm -hmm. uh, quite a bit of Elite Dangerous, actually, mm -hmm. and then a whole lot of IRL being domestic, getting stuff cleaned up for this absolute rager of a bonfire that's going to happen tomorrow, which is why I'm drinking beer tonight and not anything harder, because I don't think my liver can take two nights in a row like that. I got it. I got it. Uh Chad, what are you looking forward to this next week in uh, in 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 your gaming? All right, Chad went to go get himself a drink. That means we all need to drink. Yep, everybody drink. We the had a mute. Back. Yes, the game Woo. is back. Lady Rain, what have you been enjoying this week, and what are you looking forward to next week? I know you've been playing a little what Guild Wars two, right? 
Ja, wurst too, ja. Und dein Deutsch braucht Arbeit, Herr Wolfschagen. Yes, yes. Anyway, so, <laughs> mein Deutsch ist nicht so gut. Um, no, I've been playing Guild Wars 2. I've been jumping into Final Fantasy. And uh, because, you know, Patch 6.1 <laughs> is coming in a couple weeks. And that's really about it. I did a little cookout with the me and the, the spouse and the little one. And nice, nice. Yeah, just having a good good week. Like I said, I had a little tumble. And so I got some, some back pain going on. But other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Right on, right on. What you been playing this week, Tweaked, and what you been enjoying? Oh, I bet you'll never guess. Never uh, guess. I'm going to say I... Star Citizen? Yeah. Oh, you, Scrabble. How did you figure that out? No. Sorry, Wolf. I haven't played Scrabble since, geez, probably before my kids were born, I think, actually. Mm. But no, I've been playing Star Citizen, having a good time with it. Bunker missions. Bounty hunting, just sightseeing, never gets old. I've I've been playing this game since last summer now, and it still just never gets old for me. Hell yeah, hell yeah, I dig it, I dig it. All right, uh, for me, it's been one hundred percent new world. But I'm going to make a statement now. I'm going to say it on the air, and this is going to force me to actually fucking do it. This show has been on YouTube only because I've been uh, our guy that did the editing and all that shit. He got stuck with IRL stuff and had to step away. And I took over the engineering and this, that, and the other. And then I've been playing New World just fucking wall to wall. I am going to force myself to go back and to make sure that I put this up as a podcast. From now on, I'm not going to comment on, I'm not going to promise shit about previous episodes. We'll see. But. From now on, I will, every week, put the show out as a podcast as well. Uh, so I will I will do that. And yes, for everyone who is also a Lave Radio fan, absolutely, Winter Mute. Everyone, take a drink in the chat. Guild Wars 2 was mentioned. Um, I do not play that game. I do not support that game in any way uh, because I've never played it myself, whatever. But I can tell you that many people that I respect uh, play that game and love it. And if I had time, I don't. If I had time, I think I would be checking out that Guild Wars 2 uh, uh, new thing because, A, over the years that game has respected the fuck out of its player base and done right by them. And, B, I hear that this new expansion is pretty. Awesome. It's lit. It's awesome. I put 110 hours into that game in a week. Yeah, yeah. So, wow. Yeah, yeah. All right. So let's get on to the the show proper. Um, let's start with let's start with Star Citizen because I have a feeling once we get to the elite, that's going to just blend right into the next fucking thing, the main topic of the night. We're going to skip talking about Nomansky. We will talk about Nomansky next week. Wolf and I. Wolf, I'm committing you to this shit as well. Oh, by the way, I've switched to Kentucky peanut butter stout. Uh, it's a peanut butter night. Um, but Wolf and I will tell you our feels about the new Nomansky patch and the or update and the, the thing uh, next week. But um, <clears throat> we got to start with Star Citizen. I'm going to turn the show over now to uh, uh, Rain and Chad to tee it up. I've watched all this stuff. I'm a good boy. I did my homework. I am so excited to talk about this stuff. But I want for the researchers who really kind of know the ins and outs of this stuff a little better than I to 
tee it up, and then from there we'll riff. Uh, Rain, why don't you start with your stuff and then hand it over to Chad, and we'll. We, I'm sure you guys got it worked out. Awesome. One of the things, actually, I wanted to cover for everybody on the show today is a clarification from CIG that I've been waiting for them to clarify. This is the equ- official quote from uh, Figwig, who works at CIG, mm. when asked if the planets would orbit. Mm. He says, other people have asked if this is going to be dynamic and are planets going to orbit. The plan is indeed for planets to orbit. They could actually orbit right now if it weren't for a few tooling factors and the star map. In addition, the seasons are planned to be a dynamic shift. Yes, but we're far enough away from the end goal that I'm not promising anything at this stage. The fundamental purpose of the foliage shader we're working on now is to support a smooth change between seasons in a natural way. Confirmed planets orbiting and seasons is the goal. Confirmed by CIG. Mm -hmm. Now I get it. People coming from Elite, planets orbit and rotate. Who cares? But seasons... That's going to be, and, and it affecting the weather system so, and stuff like that locally on these planets, that's going to be lit. So I, I, I want to hop in here just a little bit and say, not who cares. We all care. That's great that they do it in Elite. Star Citizen is also going to have that and more. It, let's, because I, I just want to, because we have been, based on the, the, the absolute shit show that Elite has been for the last year plus, mm-hmm. we have been kind of accurately reporting on that but i definitely do want to give credit where credit is due the galaxy model and the way that they created and 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 i think all kudos well not all but to in my heart all kudos go to uh, a woman that i just love madly and am am absolutely devoted to dr k ross with her creation of the galaxy model just did such an amazing like uh, thing with that the the planets rotating the way they do and all that stuff it's amazing in elite that's the greatest single thing that elite has brought to uh, elite dangerous has brought to the the gaming world elite dangerous is the absolute pinnacle the the gold standard amongst uh, uh, or, or or for which all other games that come in the future should be measured by and modeled to for creating a galaxy model. Just that part. The the, the the orbits, the way the planets are created and stars and the orbits and all of that stuff. Unfortunately, to my heart, they then failed to do anything with the amazing thing that Dr. K gave them of this galaxy model. They failed to populate it with interesting stuff, so it's just a bunch of little circles. And you're right, what what Star Citizen is doing is saying, we are going to do that and add seasons and other actual scientific, like, realism that that Elite never bothered to do. But we we definitely don't want to shit on Elite for, for... I wasn't. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you went on you went on there, and I'm like trying to be like I I wasn't. What mm-hmm. I meant was that what I said whoop de doo is is more that I assume from elite players' perspectives, saying planets would orbit in Star Citizen, most elite players would be like whatever. We have that is kind of what I meant. Right. 
right, you know, right, right, right. And I, that they, would, will, they wouldn't be impressed by it, basically. I, I will add that mm. had the inclusion of seasons happened in Elite, oh. that would have added so much more to do. Just just from the whole biology standpoint of maybe at some point you have to sample a thing when it's in its flowering phase, and that happens in this season. Right, and they I, I want to... They got to go do a lot of other things before they can do seasons, oh, like I, different sure. biomes and, and I, stuff like that that I, they don't have yet. I want to apologize to Lady Rain because I, I took what she said one way when it was which she just clarified, it was meant a different way. And 100%, I don't want to give off the impression that whatever, but I just wanted to make sure that n nobody took that the wrong way of that we're saying, like, it wasn't amazing. It is amazing. That okay. is... I, I'm, I'm used to men interrupting and mansplaining to me. Fair. Ooh, no, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, I it's, all, it's all good. It's Here, fine. Here's the thing. I'm okay with that. I can live with it. I can, I can admit, like, hey, I was clearly wrong. I misinterpreted That's a thing. Okay. It's all good. It's okay. Yeah, it's but, all good. You know but, I love you. It's but I love you too. But like, I, I just wanted to make sure, like to to my mind, Elite deserves and demands from me the respect of, hey man, we got this right. This galaxy model is fucking amazing. Because it is, yeah. It, in acknowledging, if you, if you don't acknowledge the shit they got right, then you don't have any credibility when you critique the shit they got wrong. And that, oh, yeah, the galaxy true. model... Dr. K, who has now moved on from Elite and works for a different game company, Dr. K is a goddess and deserves undying respect for the work that she did in creating the Stellar Forge. That, mm -hmm. I think, the Stellar Forge legitimately, for all the criticism you want to have of Elite, the Stellar Forge is a shining example that other game companies should look at that and say, that's the gold star. Let's see how close we can come to that. Or even possibly, maybe, who knows, improve upon that. That is a thing that deserves love and respect for all time. And anyone who says, well, Elite Dangerous didn't provide anything to whatever, I will, to my dying day, I will, To you can back me up to the gates of hell, I will not back down. That is an achievement that deserves to be celebrated and toasted. I agree wholeheartedly. And Our Dr. K <laughs> follows me on Twitter. We're mutuals, and she's awesome. Nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, continuing uh, with Star Citizen stuffs. Cool. Also, so I want to um, push everybody towards a new Star Citizen app. I'll post it um, at least in YouTube. ShinyTracker.app, sure. which is the uh, progress tracker. It's doing uh, progress tra tracker delta reports. Mm. And today it's showing there are 80 scheduled deliverables being worked on by 47 teams. Nice. Uh, 16 deliverables scheduled to begin work by eight teams within the next two weeks. Mm. And the progress tracker delta is showing a total of 446 deliverables listed. 24 were modified, 3 removed, 5 additions with 1 returning in this update. And um, the deliverables that were added were the Crusader Genesis Starliner, Foliage Shader, Miss Colby, Ocean Shader improvements, and an unannounced vehicle. Uh, and if you want to see what was scheduled and delivered, this is probably going to put Chad out of a job, um, <laughs> is... Go take a look at the shiny tracker. 
that's deliverables and that's the, the progress tracker delta this is probably the single best thing we can have for keeping track of exactly what's happening and what's working on sometimes i don't think people really quite get like hey 80 deliverables being worked on 47 teams with like 700 people like that's people keep talking about where is all the progress and stuff it's like well they're working they they're they're working and can i just kind of want people to see that can we just take a minute to acknowledge that adding spaceships to a spaceship game could be a good thing i'm eh. just saying i don't nah. could be a good thing i i think there's two games that we're talking about a lot lately and one is a spaceship game that hasn't added a spaceship in the last 4 years and the other is a spaceship game that adds at least one vehicle of some kind uh, mostly normally two or three every fucking quarter and it turns out that spaceship game nerds seem to like spaceships in their spaceship games uh and going around the hall anybody else feel that way i mean i got absolutely i got told by elite players when i asked for new ships that there was no reason there was enough and i should just be happy <clears throat> Yeah, I think spaceships and the spaceship games, I, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say, might be a thing that people want. Um, Yeah. Uh, What else we got? Uh, Rain, and oh. do you want to hand it over to Chad, or you want to keep it? Yeah. I think Chad might have been, in fairness, as we discussed, Chad spent all week in the Disney fucking in House Di of Mouse. Disneyland. One of them. One of them. I don't, I don't know. Disneyland. In the bubble. Yeah, yeah. In the but bubble. How about we let Chad throw in a couple, and then whatever he yep. left out, Rain will take it back over and, and just help fill in just because this one week. Chad is on it, and Rain is on it, and, and Elix, are, all three of our researchers do amazing work. But this one particular week, Chad spent the whole time on his honeymoon. So let's let him throw in one or two things, and then uh, Rain will help fill in. Go for it, Chad. So, update to the Chairman Club. For those who have spent way too much money, you will now get a, a free copy of the game in Squadron 42 if you had purchased it, purchased it. So, you can melt your original pledge if you so choose to do so without losing anything. It's one of the many quote-unquote perks that were they've been promising for concierge members or Chairman Club members um, forever. So, a little, little piece of news. For most people, it doesn't matter but it's just one more thing that they're trying to make things a little nicer for those who have backed the project for, for their mm. most ardent backers. Mm. That created – are, are we talking about the thing, the new thing that you can only see if you're a concierge that's the $27,000 Legatus package? Or no, is a different, no, okay. no, 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 no. I want to no. take a second to no. address that. People are talking about there's this new – you could buy it for twenty seven grand. It's like the super, super duper, whatever fucking Legatus package. And people are like, see, this thing is so stupid. You spend 27 grand. Let me explain something. The regular human being who is not fucking like crazy invested in this game doesn't even see that. You can't even see that. It's only showing up for the people that have already spent over a grand on this game. And for those people, there's a good chance that they're going to melt the fucking 20 grand or whatever of shit they have in this and just transfer over it's it's literally I, I i saw a montoya video and it was absolutely perfect much love to montoya um he was like look 
This isn't for the average person. Yes, there are crazy, stupid, fucking rich whales in this game. Just like there are crazy, fucking, stupid, rich whales in every game. If you're the 1% of the 1%, if you're some fucking Saudi baller, or, or you know, you sold your business, you're retired, you have, you know, just more money than whatever, and you're like, hey, I want whatever, this actually might be a good deal for you if you melt all the other shit that you have, you put it all into one thing, and now you have more stuff. Don't don't buy that if you're the average person. If you're me, don't buy that. It's not a good deal for you. If you have stu- – just like the same thing – and again, this is – I don't want to take credit for this point. This is a point that Montoya made. He's like, I went in to get like a new Ford whatever. He's like, I got a new Ford Fiesta, and it's a great little car, and it does well for me. And – but when I went into the car dealership, they did have on display some $300,000 Ford fucking muscle car thing. And it's like the same. It would be like saying, I'm not going to buy a Ford Fiesta because you have this Ford GT $300,000 car here. It's like That's not for everyone. That's for just a few people. And if it's for you, enjoy it. There's no shame in that. You do your, you. Do you. I'm not your dad. I'm not going to tell you how to spend your money. But like... That's not so for the average person to say, I refuse to buy a Ford Fiesta or I refuse to buy buy a a Honda Accord or I refuse to buy a Toyota Prius because Toyota actually also sells this three hundred or five hundred thousand dollar muscle car. Like that's just dumb. Get what you're gonna get. Don't let the fact that there are some super whales out there who want a stupid, crazy rich package. Don't let that affect you. That doesn't that's not your money. That's not your business. Just you do you. So the fact that there's some crazy $27,000 Legatus package for 99.999% of all people, that makes no sense. And you know what? It's not for you. They don't even show it to you. It the fact that it exists though is for the super whales. Let them whale out. Let them help develop a project if they want to if they're happy to spend their money on a thing let them and just sit back and enjoy the fact that you have whatever a thousand whales or 500 whales around the planet that bought a $27,000 thing that paid for a bunch of programmer time that you get for free when you bought the $40 package just Everybody needs to just look at their own plate. Don't look at what your sister got. If your sister got a little extra mashed potatoes, just fucking chill out, man. We're not 12-year-olds playing this game. Let's be honest. Most of us are forum dads and moms. We're 40 years old. We've got a couple dollars. We're whatever. We don't need to act like five-year-olds who get mad that, oh, she got more mashed potatoes than me. Just shut the fuck up and enjoy what you got. And know that the people that do have crazy money because they sold their company and they're a millionaire and now they're hanging out and they're like fuck it i want to spend 27 grand on a stupid space game because i'm having fun let that person pay for development and just sit back and enjoy your free shit dude you spent 40 bucks enjoy it all right i'm gonna shut up now yeah so the Legatus package isn't even available unless you think you spend like $10,000. You don't even see it. I'm concierge and I don't see it. I mean, the most expensive things I see are like four or five grand. 
but the all-encompassing every ship in the game isn't even available unless you spend like a huge amount of money already. So they're not shoving it in your face when you hit a thousand bucks. It's like twenty-seven thousand dollars. No, it doesn't work that way. That's that um, when you want, and, when you buy a three when you buy a six hundred thousand dollar Ferrari, it's because you got it like that and you want to have stupid fun. God bless. Thanks. Thank you. As someone who bought yes. the cheap fucking package, thank you for thank you so much for paying for a developer's time and giving me a free ride with my little cheapo package. Thanks. Thanks. That's the way yeah. you say it as an adult. Thanks. You don't get shitty. <laughs> and over time, the ships you buy do increase in value for trade-in value, unlike Star Atlas, which is going into Oof. hell. Oof. <laughs> let's with not, the rocket, let's rocket not, boots. Let's not. Let's but, not but, yeah. but, but if you want to melt a ship, you've had it for a few years, like, for instance, the Banu Merchantman was 250 Now it's worth 700 Then you can, if you don't want to say, oh, I don't want, I don't want to do a mall in space. You melt it, you have $700 in credit. That you, you, know, you have five hundred dollars more than you did before that you can then use to buy other ships in mm -hmm. the game mm -hmm. at whatever the current price is. Mm -hmm. And if tomorrow so Kanye wants to fucking call up Chris Roberts and say, "Hey man, I'll give you a million dollars," how does that do anything but help me? Just relax, have fun. Yeah, so it's just one little thing for those who have contributed more, which includes physical more. So if you buy t-shirts, you have subscriptions, that counts toward the $1,000, not just digital spaceships. Hell yeah. Any, anyways, moving on. Hmm. So there was some f surprising announcements, more like additional details on hmm. the next update, 317. Hmm. So you'll be able to sell things to the game. Great. Oh. Now they've also they've also included additional <laughs> things that oh we didn't mention this before but we're going to do it anyways because you know when we're sure we'll tell you oh now we're telling you mm. they're going to adjust the loot table so that different locations have different types of loot and there'll be a certain level of rarity mm. from common to uncommon to rare mm. and so if you go to Hurston you'll get completely different stuff as if you went to Say Area 18. Well, Area 18 doesn't have any bunkers, but like if you go to a moon, if you go to, if you go to Microtech, um, it'll be all different loot, and it'll when you sell it back, it'll vary in price based on does that shop sell that item or not? Is it rare, which maybe in a later patch, but like super rare stuff, and of course the most rare thing of all is a Pico Ball. And, and I, all the and all the verse. I want to bring Lady Rain back in for this one because I know she and I have already had a discussion on this, and she had some fucking awesome points and uh, whatever. Rain, sure. Let's let's bring you back in on on this thing about the the change that they've just added in three seventeen. Of oh, by the way, not everything is just buyable in a shop. There's certain things that you have to get. What 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 are some of the to you that hop out as the value adds to that in a gameplay sense so i the biggest thing is it makes star citizen finally feel like a game like an mmorpg because mm. if you have loot that cannot just be purchased from your vendors that you have to go earn then it pushes people to go and get it right and so we know that with selling coming in 317 that shops will default to 90% of sell value of the thing as long as they're selling it, mm -hmm. and 50% if they're not selling it. We also know, however, that 
um, Quanta, Parts of Quanta, is coming online <coughs> in 317 with this, which the stuff that we're selling to shops will affect the shop's inventory. We know that rarity of an item will affect how much it's worth. Mm. And we know through ISC that they've said that they're now tailoring the locations. So you would expect a bunker to have military gear because there's military people. Mm. You would expect a cave to probably have mining related loot in it, right? Mm. And so like now it's the shops give us this. But if you want this other loot, you have to go and get it. Or you have to wait for somebody to sell it mm. and maybe even sell it to you. <clears throat> I just think now now we have an economy coming in 317, and I think people really aren't quite understanding how huge this is going to be. Mm. Because, you know, there's been several things that have upended gameplay in Star Citizen overnight. The patch comes out and the game changes. Mm. Medical gameplay was a big deal. I think this is going to be the next one where, yeah, you know, maybe something special drops in the rare loot pool and you find it, and it's like something really cool from Squadron or whatever, mm. and it's worth a lot of money. Um, and you have to go to dangerous places to find it. And... Maybe that gets you your PvP for those people in the Star Citizen community that call themselves PvPers while circling Port Allsar all day. So, um, so yeah. So three point one four upended things and brought in the reality of a multi crewed ship is way more valuable in so many different aspects than a single cruise mm -hmm. ship. Three point one fifteen, three point one five upended things and brought in physicalized inventory and the beginning of medical. Three point one six continue to refine on that medical and 3.17 is going to continue refine on that but also refine on the inventory and the physicalized yeah. aspect in the sense of and and as you just said i just want to make it absolutely crystal clear for people number one this is the beginning of quanta changing how inventory and sales and 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 all that works number two um and that was confirmed on the on the whatever SCL with Todd Pappy, where he specifically said that. Uh, number two, this creates a dynamic. Maybe I'm a miner, right? I don't want to do anything but mine containium. I don't want to fuck around with bunkers. I don't like FPS stuff. But I want good gear. And I can't wait for some sort of solution to arrive. And that might be on Spectrum. That might be, you know, craigslist.stanton.com or something like somewhere, somehow a solution is going to arrive and it's going to be, I am a Care Bear miner. I'm a full on industrialist. I don't want to shoot people. You, uh, Rain, are like a straight up mercenary, whatever, an explorer. You like to go through bunkers, shoot people, and take their shit. Yep. There's a helmet that drops that's super awesome. And me, as an industrial who does not like to shoot people, I don't play that way. Um, I see a listing on, you know, craigslist.stanton.com or on Spectrum or some way, somehow, some whatever. I see a listing where you're like, I've got these helmets and they cost 800 grand. And I've got millions and millions and millions of AUEC or later when the game is launched, UEC, because I make a ton of money doing what I do. But what I do doesn't give me access to this helmet or this gun or this scope or this 
insert item here. So I find your listing. I message you. I email you or, or, or DM you in Discord or on a website or in Spectrum and say, Lady Rain, I want this helmet. And also, I want you to go out and find me this sniper scope. And I want you to find me this whatever because I have a special set of shit that I want. But I don't like that gameplay. I don't want to go get them. And you're like, I love that gameplay. I will. I have four of those sniper scopes, and I have three of those boots, and I have two of that jetpack, and I have one of that helmet. No problem. We, I mean, we work out a deal where I, okay, I'm going to pay you four million, and you're going to give me all the shit that I want, and I'm going to skip the stuff that I don't want to do, and I'm going to do more of the stuff that I do want to do. I'm going to friend you in the game i'm going to have your player handle i'm going to message you and say i'm ready to log in now and you're saying i'm ready to sell now i we both log in on the same fucking server we team up i meet you at microtech same time i don't know you you don't know me i hand you x million dollars you hand me x million or you hand me eight pieces of gear that just created a player-based dynamic economy it's ga- it's player to player gameplay. It's mm-hmm. it's you getting to play the way that you want and make money. Me getting to play the way that I want and get the shit that I want. It's fucking amazing to me. Those- it is because yeah, you get to you get to create contractor <laughs> gameplay. Like I'll be I'll con- I'll be I'll be your retainer. I'll go and get this stuff for you, and you're paying me. I'm on contract with. Hell yeah. Right? Imagine that. Like, that's just cool to think of. For someone who is so fucking sick of seeing videos entitled 2022 is not the year for Star Citizen. Hey, about fuck all y'all. I'm going out on a limb and saying 2022 is the year of Star Citizen. 2022 has given us physicalized inventory, player-to-player trading, medical actual fucking whatever we're going to talk about soon coming up that hunger and thirst is more realized and it saves your state throughout login and log out and whatever 2022 to me go fuck yourself it's the year of star citizen we've seen so we've seen this go at the beginning of 2022 this game was a very cool tech demo it had lots of neat stuff and it was very promising I state that at the end of 2022, you've got player-to-player trading, you've got multi-crew is worth more than single, you've got medical shit, you've got inventory, you've got a persistent world, you have a fucking cool game. How is 2022 not the year of Star Citizen? I don't know, but I know I see Wolf lighting up. Go ahead, Wolf. (laughs) I'm hearing lots of new things that, mm. like, I watch I watch videos. I I try to keep up with the chat in the Discord, but let's be honest, I get to see all the channels in the Discord, and it's easy for everything to get lost in just the noise, and my brain doesn't keep up with you know the various things everybody's talking about, and you know somebody you know not following the rules and that kind of shit, mm. like. I still love Elite. I'm still going to play Elite. Sure. But this is making me want to do a little more than just the the dipping my toe into Star Citizen. Mm. Like I'm not I'm not real keen on all the whole first person combat. You put me you put me in a fighter ship, I got no problem 
going out and blowing shit up every day. You <coughs> got a, got a gun in my hand, and it's like, oh, we got to go take out these people over here, and that's where I get you know kind of kind of wrapped around the axle. Mm. But if I ain't got to do that, well, now. And I want to make something. I do the stuff I want to do. I want to make something clear to the cast first to the cast, and then I'll say something to the audience. To the cast, I'm drunk and I'm mining in um, uh, New World. So like, don't put dots in. Just hop in and fucking interrupt me. It's all good. Uh, to the to the audience, I'm seeing people call out certain people who put out videos this year about you know 2022 is not the year. I'm not trying to shit on any of those people. I just want to give my full throated. Uh, full-throated defense of why I feel like 2022 like I'm, I'm not everybody has a right to their opinion and there are other content creators out there that make phenomenal content that I watch all the time I am not trying to shit on you I just feel differently as someone who's coming from a different project I feel differently and I feel like I also have the right to feel how I feel I think 2022 year 2022 is so much the year for Star Citizen as far as from my viewpoint but that doesn't invalidate anyone else. I don't want to be that guy. I I think this is the year <clears throat> we finally have a game. Mm. It's Very a well game said. Because that's the thing I've been waiting yeah. for. Mm -hmm. We have missions. We have PvP. We have PvE. We have exploration. We have mm. medical mm. and refueling and inventory mm. management and. You know, everything from hell, uh, what am I trying to get out here, brain work. Medical. Just, um, inventory and... Uh, multi-crew, medical. Multi-crew. Yeah, yeah. Salvage and three. Salvage, yeah. Yeah, salvage. Refueling yeah. coming. Oh, my God, my dick is so hard. Refueling in 317, you know, and, like, it's just, like, I feel like it's not a glorified tech demo anymore. Mm. We're playing a game we have things to do and you know mining gadgets coming in 317 like i feel like 317 is one of those like they should call it you know the 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 patch of a thousand cuts you mm. know because it's like here's several dozen smaller features that we've been working on that are finally all coming online at once to just make this massive foundational leap forward and then 318, we're still hoping for salvage. And I think after that, you know, the cargo refactor is also scheduled for 318. We'll have to wait and see. But after that, it's like, hey, guys, we have a game. Yeah. And it's I, been nine years. Holy shit, it's here. And it's hilarious because they put in a river, right? Oh, yeah. river. One river. Oh, my God. It's only one river on one planet. It's only five miles long. What the fuck? Where's my gameplay? Hey, uh, jerk off. Let me explain something to you. You put in a river that's five miles long on one planet. You leave it sit there for three or four months and make sure, like, did we break everything? And then you mm -hmm. sit there and hold your breath, and a bunch of a bunch of developers cross their fingers and, like, please, God, don't let this break. Please, God, don't let this break. And probably it'll break. It'll probably do some dumb shit. That's how game development works. And when it mm -hmm. does, they'll be like, oh, fuck, we did not. Oh, this crashed a whole server with this river. And then they'll be like, shit, fix that thing. And then two months later, when it's fixed, now it's like, okay, we fixed, we got rivers. We know how to do that. 
cool. Someone flipped the switch and put that on 10,000 moons cool. and planets and whatever. Like Todd Pappy covered that in yeah, ISC Live yeah. where, you know, somebody, the question was literally, why do we only have one river? And he was like, well, the guy that was working on it did the tools and the code and the tech and put one down to see how it would work. It just hasn't gotten to the planet teams yet. And once it gets to the planet teams yet, they're going to have fun with it. Hell yeah. And it's, 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 I, I don't understand why people just, they see this patch and this patch only and they don't see forward and or it's, someone it's just yeah. or someone sees yeah. wait a second you're adding clouds to hurston uh, okay so there's two things number one let's be honest star citizen makes money off of looking pretty let's just be brutally yes, honest and say that <laughs> they make money off of looking pretty so they spend a lot of time and money on the pretties but the same patch that gives you clouds that are prettier on hurston and by the way side note sidebar one second uh those clouds that look pretty on hurston those are not good hurston clouds that's not the way hurston clouds should look it's way too beautiful i'm happy and excited for the fact that a year from now that that this is we have right now we have tier zero clouds in hurston which is like meh, shit clouds this is tier one clouds in hurston which is like oh my god super beautiful clouds it's like it looks like crusader it's so pretty I'm excited for what's going to come six months to a year from now when they get tier two clouds in Hurston, which is Hurston clouds shouldn't look pretty. Hurston is what happens when scummy fucking asshole business people run a planet. It should look smoggy and shitty and whatever. It should look like Beijing. And I'm excited that, I mean, that will come. But the point is, is the people that say, oh, you got a river. Oh, you got clouds. Where's my gameplay? Hey, fuckface, your gameplay is selling. Your gameplay is multi-crew. Your gameplay is medical. Your gameplay is physicalized inventory. All of this shit has happened in the last six months to a year, and they're expanding on it daily. That's your gameplay. But stop, yes. stop expecting Star Citizen to not make pretty stuff. They make lots of money off of being pretty. They will forever make pretty stuff. The other stuff also happens. I, I think know part tweet, of it. So I want some of this I think, too. I think part of it really is people like that that, that that say that kind of stuff might have tried Star Citizen at this time last year, right? And they, well, how much progress could it have possibly made? Whereas in the last five six months or so it's grown exponentially mm -hmm. so if they don't come in and try it every three months and like actually go in and try all the new things then they're never going to see it they, wait, they, so. wait, wait tweak are you saying in the last several months they've vastly improved the gameplay loops and in the next several months to a year they're going to vastly continue to improve that could that mean that maybe 2022 is the year for star citizen can we start I, that hashtag I think so. I absolutely think it is. Fuck this yeah. game is coming together in a way people are afraid that it would. Fuck yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Rain, you were going to do some stuff and then... Or wait, I've lost track. I've been drinking a lot. Is it Chad now or Rain? Chad, It's Chad's turn and then task, pass it back to Rain when you're done. Chad, you are you got anything else or are you ready to pass it to Rain? All right, we're passing it to Rain. Drink. Yeah. Drink. Chad, maybe you're muted in your headset because we haven't heard you for a while. And or close Discord and reopen it. Rain, take over. 
Uh, right, you're muted. <laughs> I'm the one I who's drunk. I gotta open another beer. Jesus All right. Christ! All right, I'm taking <laughs> over. Fuck it, I'm taking over. So we've got all of that stuff. We've got the 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 ISC had amazing shit with regard to talking about some stuff, and it was stuff we wanted to talk about last week. We wanted so desperately to talk about it, but I refused to talk about it because. I even though we we have not signed an NDA, I refuse to violate. Everybody talks about WikiLeaks, but I just refuse to. Like I don't want to talk about it until it's out because it just seems scummy to me to like backstab the company who's trying to do a good thing. So we knew last week about the fact that they were pulling shit out of stores, and now you were going to have a dynamic inventory, like economy and reasons for players to sell shit to each other. We knew last week about some of the different things with regard to some other stuff. There's even stuff we still know about that we can't talk about because it hasn't been talked about. But the things that they've talked about in ISC and SEL, we can talk about. The fact that they're saying, like, yes. This trading is going to be a thing. Yes, uh, we're going to do a better. We're gonna like uh, the the planets are gonna evolve, revolve, and they're gonna have all of that stuff. Yes, they they openly and honestly discussed about the fact that it's like, man, our map system kind of sucks. We're gonna make that better. Uh, there's uh, new stuff. There's an undisclosed new ship that's coming. There's um, tons of new stuff. There's even stuff. A hot key for your ATC. They talked about <laughs> hot key. ISD today. Hot key to t- yeah, a hot key to just that was that was talked about last. We knew about that last week from the the Evo yep. leaks. That yep. it's like a hot key to just and, and coming up in the future. If you're close enough to like multiples, it'll be like tab tab over like like boop hot key tab tab and like oh I'll get the third one. Um, yes, tons of awesome stuff coming. I'm I'm super excited. I feel like. With both chat, like brain is muted and chat is. Uh, I, there I, you go. That was the way. Sorry. That's okay. Something to deal with here. Anything else you uh, wanted to cover before we move on to elite stuff? Um. Well, yeah. The next, the one key point I, I <clears throat> noticed from Star Citizen Inside Star Citizen is that they want. They said it may be in this patch, maybe in the next, but probably the next is that when you sell an item to a shop, that item will be kept in inventory and then be able to mm-hmm. be resold to a player. Mm-hmm. I don't know of any game ever in the history of gaming where that has ever occurred. Yep. We talked about just a minute ago that um, this is the beginning of Quantum, where it's not only stuff yeah. that you buy and sell, but stuff that the background economy, NPCs right. buy and sell as well. It, this is Quantum hitting you. In reality, it's actually yeah. here uh, rather than just a a, a, a a thought exercise that that uh, Tony Z is playing around with somewhere <laughs> in an attic. Right. Yeah. And the thing about I'm a miner and I want cool stuff, but I don't want to go shoot people in the face. You're described, as we talked about earlier, Star Wars Galaxies to a T, which is exactly 100%. what you could do in that game. I could be a crafter, but if I want to get a cool set of armor, I'm going to commission you to go get it for me. And they had... And- and we're going to talk more about Star, Star Wars Galaxies yeah. for sure. But yeah, they had people that would be like, hey, man, I'm just special. I'm the specialist at making this type of kinetic weapon for this type of ship. And like you got bonuses. And it's like, I, yeah, yeah. I'm excited Someday. for what's to come. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Co- copium, yes. But you know what? Fuck it. I need some <laughs> for sure. Oh, All right. totally. All right. Anything else on Star Citizen before we move to Elite? 
I don't believe so. All right. Let's move on to elite dangerous news. Here we go. Everybody take a drink. This is going to get rough. <sighs> elite dangerous. Um, They did a live stream on Thursday. It was called <clears throat> Frame Shift Live. It was hosted by Honest Arf and uh, Senor Garrido, <clears throat> who came on, looked super awkward. You can find the whole thing. It's still on. You can find it if you go to Elite Dangerous's channel. The, the shortcut, the way to do this, if you want to see it for yourself. Don't trust me. I'm just a guy. Maybe I'm a liar. Whatever. Uh, you just type into Google Super Cruise News. And if you type that in, because if you type in Elite Dangerous, it'll bring up lots of different videos and channels, whatever. Just type in Super Cruise News, and you'll see <clears throat> that only the official Elite Dangerous channel does Super Cruise News. Click on that to get to their channel. Then click on videos and look at the most recent video. <clears throat> oh, boy. Honest Orf, Honest Arf and little Brucie uh, <clears throat> did a stream that was two hours long. In it. Now, let's be... They, they, they did streams twice a week for a while. And were dodging, shucking and jiving and dodging questions for the longest time. <clears throat> and then... That, you know, last, whatever, October was, I think, maybe like the last time they did it. They haven't done one for almost six months, whatever, for however many months. They just stopped all communication last year. They've done nothing this year. Uh, Honest Arf posted a, a thing on the forum saying, like, hey, man, we really want to get you an answer. And that's, we're not going to say anything until we can get you this important answer. And then last week, David Braben posted a short sort of terse statement of we've decided to go a different way consoles you're not getting anything else you're just gonna you're gonna be in a pre odyssey world we're gonna continue to develop only odyssey plus and you guys are ass out so long and thanks for all the fish and <clears throat> that comment that that statement did not include an there there was no place where he said hey i'm sorry uh there was no place where it said I acknowledge that we lied to you. There was no place where it said, also, P.S., sorry for us to taking a year to get you this answer. None of those things. Um, in their first stream back, they started the stream with, hey, look at this. Look at all. Oh, look, we got a background of a fleet carrier. Oh, he's awesome. They look super awkward. They... Did not at all address the whole situation with console, whatever. What they did say, they started with, oh, look, this is awesome. We're awkward. Then they moved on to, also, we've got some Twitch drops. You can put a fucking pay job on a Type 9 that nobody ever wanted. We're going to have more Twitch drops. It's going to be awesome. You'll love it. Then they moved on to, and we must address... Something that has happened. Last week, there was a statement made by David Braben. You can go read it if you want. I understand that it's troubling for some people. I'm a console player myself. I'm on a star if I play on a console. And uh, also, and, and, and to be clear, 
they didn't address the fact that, hey, man, we're back for the first time in months. They did not address, hey, here's something. If you're a fucking community manager who wants to manage a fucking community, you bald fucking idiot, apologize for screwing over a huge portion of your computer your 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 base sorry fucking acknowledge oh we've been missing our show that's been on twice a week hasn't been on for the last half a fucking year in some way show some empathy to the people you just screwed over and left behind they never even said we're not going to continue to con- to uh um have the game on console. They never actually said it on a live video. They literally just said, and I've watched it twice. They literally just said, there was a statement made last week. We understand that it's troubling for some people. I play on console myself. That's it. 10 seconds of that. Didn't even say what it was. And then immediately transitioned to, we've been getting death threats and oh my God, the stuff that has been said to us is so amazingly horrible we're going to be banning people from the chat permanently and we're going to be banning your account we're going to take away your ability to play the game because of the death threats and the whatever and all of this shit now let me just say up front what needs shouldn't need to be said but i do need to say it 100 percent honest arf you fucking git Absolutely. Ban everyone who death threatens you. Ban everyone who wishes cancer on your wife or that your dog dies or that your kid gets run over by a bus. Ban everyone that is so fucking out of line that they threaten you or your employees. Absolutely. No one questions that. No one is against that. But you fucking liar. I'm going to call you that to your face. You previously said... You use the same thing. Just Honest Arf only has like three fucking tricks that he goes through, and he goes through them all the time. He was on and on and on about, I'm so honest, I'm so honest. And then I called him Honest Arf. People started mocking him, and then he stopped doing that. But the other thing that they've done multiple times now is said, we're getting death threats. We're getting bomb threats. We're getting whatever the fuck it is we're getting. The people are wishing that our wife leaves us, our kid dies, our dog runs away. I don't, I'm calling it flat out. You're a fucking liar. I don't believe you. Maybe two or three people. Yeah, maybe there's two or three mentally people, mentally ill people out there who say, I hope you die. And those people should be banned. Those people should not be part. No one, I don't think anyone here in the audience, in the cast, no one supports that. If you are a person who messages a Deb directly and says, I hope you die. I hope your wife divorces you. I hope your kid fucking, I don't know, whatever, explodes. I hope your dog gets run over by a bus. Any of those things, right? 100%. Get that person out of your community. That person has no right to be there. That is toxic. If you say something racist, sexist, homophobic, uh, uh, death threat, physical threat, just even wishing someone cancer. Like, it's obvious I don't have any power and no one has any power to actually say, I wish your kid gets cancer. And then, like, you, I'm not fucking Harry Potter. I don't have magical powers. But even if you just say that, you should be banned. That is not defensible and no one here defends it. However, 
Frontier has previously used the same excuse of saying, we got death threats, we got this, we got that, we got all these, and every reasonable person would say, oh, for sure ban those people. But then Tweaked went on their live stream and said, I'm a console player. You said we were going to get A, B, and C by X time. That was six months ago. You have lied to me. You have not given me what you promised me. Can you please explain? He did not threaten anyone. He did not say curse words. He did not say anything out of line. He was just simply a consumer who says, I was lied to. Please explain and please do some work to give me what you owe me. And their response was to instantly ban him. And he cannot say shit on any of their streams. Uh, Lady Rain made a, a similar point, I think, on, a, on, on, on the forums or whatever. Like, hey, this was promised. This was not delivered. Someone please answer my question as a consumer. She was banned permanently from whatever. They have done this to so many people. So do, for, don't be a fool. Don't be a sheep. And take their answer of, we're getting death threats. Because yes, anyone who death threats you, ban them for forever. Take away their game. Take Like, get them away from the community. But do not hide behind that fucking bullshit and act like you're Vladimir Putin. And anyone who has the balls to fucking question you or protest your horrible treatment. Do not... Use, hide behind that excuse to fuck people over, your consumers, and to stop being accountable for anything. Now I'm going to shut up and let the cast jump in. All of y'all, just let's have a conversation. Go. It's, it's the classic, and if you've followed Frontier for a long time with Elite, it's the classic F-Dev bait and switch. It's the, don't look at what we've screwed up over here, all this bad press right here, but look at this. Look at this shiny that we're talking about right here, and it got everybody distracted for a little while. That That's what they do. They try to shine the light away from their mess-ups. I think... think... The... Sorry. Go ahead, Rain. Go ahead, Rain. I... Obviously, as Kai said... That kind of behavior should be a zero yeah, tolerance. We all policy. agree with that. We understand. We all that. agree with that. And I've been there as a dev. I've been there. I've seen it happen. Also, as somebody who is openly gay and trans, and everybody knows that, I've had the DMs. I've had the things said to me about wishing that I would walk out into traffic or what have you. And I know Dr. K, people have said things about her as well. And this type of behavior, absolutely zero tolerance policy. But how dare you use this as a way to weaponize your own rhetoric against your community in order to distract from your community's right as consumers to demand your accountability for your product. And as somebody who, again, people know this about me, 10 years in this industry, four games, I am a community manager by trade. It's what I do, it's what I've done since I got out of the Navy. I have never seen a community team more 
unprofessional, unprepared, and just downright atrocious as this team. And it saddens me because they're supposed to be peers and colleagues, and I know I'm never going to get a job at Frontier, and I'm probably not going to get a job at a lot of other places because, you know, blacklisting's a thing. I don't care anymore. Blacklist me because you don't like it that I'm standing up to your poor business practices. But this is the most unprofessional, just downright abusive of their community, and it, it disgusts me as somebody who does the same job that they do and has done for 10 years across four games. I'm disgusted by their community team, and I'm disgusted by their leadership. And I'm also just <clears throat> flabbergasted by the elite player base that still continues to eat this stuff up. Mm. What were we going to say, uh, Wolf? So, I think the biggest issue that they have is that, you know, no nobody invites this sort of abhorrent behavior. And by all means, when it happens, fucking handle it. However, the the way that Arf put it across was is we've been checking our emails and this is all we've been getting, blah blah blah. It's like, okay, one, that clearly not gonna be the case because you've you've got plenty of other people who are who are you know, like like Rain said, eating it up. And then you have the majority of people who are just like, all right, this is what it is, carry on. Like, ops normal. Like, we get it. But they're not doing their so themselves any favors, quote-unquote. Uh, one, one of the things that I saw from the stream where, like, you, you get Honest Arf and, and uh, Mr. Garuda there, that they, they weren't reading chat. Like, they were not... Not at all. Responding to anything. I, I think there was a couple times where they look over and they saw it coming because you could you could see you could see them wince a little bit and it's like, you know, we're we're we've been instructed not to talk about that. It's like, okay, fine. The one that stuck out to me the most, which I it, it made me mad for the consult players, is is one, there was there was no apology, as Kai's already pointed out. Two, there was nothing to say a why. I mean, when when the announcement was dropped, you know, Dr. K immediately threw out a tweet of, huh, that's weird. When I left, they were still working on it, and that was, what, six months ago? Like, there was nothing to allude to anything about what is hard, what's made this difficult, why can't we make this happen? Mm -hmm. Because for all we know, it was Sony who said, it doesn't play good enough, you can't put it on there, and they decided, well, we're going to treat them one and both the same, so nobody gets it because of that. But there's, there's no information. They, they, and let me, let they me created a black hole from a black hole. Like it, it, it's just <clears throat> mind-boggling. Let me take a moment to address a couple of things that people might not think about, but these are things that, if you look at it from the industry perspective, from inside the industry, these are some things that are sort of whatever. These are things that should be said. Number one. People have said, well, why don't they just release it on Xbox Series X <clears throat> and PlayStation 5 and just let the con the older console generation die? You're assuming they can do that. I don't assume that. I think there's it's almost positive they cannot do I know, that. And I here's know why. Here, do that. here is why. 
this was not a new game. This is not Elite Dangerous or Elite comma odyssey which is a completely separate standalone game from elite dangerous this is dlc downloadable content now <clears throat> the way dlc works is if you sell a dlc to an existing game that you have contractual obligations with sony and xbox on on their previous whatever almost always unless like very few deals would be exempt from this but almost always <clears throat> if you sell a dlc for game x that has to run on all the consoles that you sold Game X on originally. So had they, from the beginning, used some common sense and said, we're going to make this as a completely separate standalone game, <clears throat> just the same way Eve did. Eve had Eve was the game, and they had Rust 514 or whatever the fuck it was that was a separate shooter game that in some ways tied into tangentially the Eve universe, but was a standalone game. Then you could do whatever the fuck you want. You could sell one on consoles and not the other. You could upgrade one and not the other. You could do whatever because they were two separate titles. This is the same title. So for people to say... <clears throat> Well, Elite just needs to get over themselves and release this on PS5 and Xbox X or whatever the fuck they're calling that thing now and, and just <clears throat> let it go on the old ones. I don't think they legally can, number one. Number two, for people who say, <clears throat> well, um, you know, they just do transfers, just do transfers. They sold this game on PlayStation and on Xbox as a platform. PlayStation and on Xbox gets a taste. They get a cut of all of the ARC Store bullshit. You buy a paint job, you buy this, you buy that. As a result, you don't know. Like, these con... They're fucking 100-page-plus-long fucking contracts that lawyers from Sony and Xbox sign off on, and then the lawyers from FDev sign off on that says, <clears throat> you know, hey, we don't want you to encourage people to leave our platform and go to other platforms because we're counting right. on this person being a customer and, and maybe spending $8 or $12 a month here or there on paint jobs and what, thing? go ahead. I don't agree with that perspective for this reason. The FDev's practice up to this point has been if you want to transfer from console to PC, <clears throat> they will do it happily all they will transfer are your they'll liquidate all your stuff and transfer right. your credit. So now I'm gonna but, go I'm gonna go back but to my they point. do it. Go ahead. Yeah, but 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 then that means the console player, that console <laughs> account is gone. So yeah. that means those the, the Microsoft and Sony aren't gonna get the arcs anymore. So yes, what's but, the difference? But here's the yes, it here's the difference. The difference is they can write, like I said, this is not a fucking one-page deal. This is not a handshake deal. This is a hundred-plus-page long legal contract. They write it up in such a way, Xbox and Sony, that it would be really, really hard and uncomfortable for you to make that change. They know that you can, but by doing that, you're going to have nah. to regrind out all your shit. Yes, they are, you're well, yes, absolutely delusional the, I mean, if you don't think that no, they try to shade it away from you it. doing it. Right. That's the game part of it, having to regrind it and everything, and that does stop a lot of people. Yes. But I mean I mean the actual process of moving <laughs> our account from PC to con or from console to PC. Which is now frozen. Is, you can't even do not, that right now. But Sony and Microsoft does not block that in any way, shape, no, or form. No, they don't. You're they, actually wrong on this one, Kai. They don't. They don't block it. 
speaking from somebody speaking as somebody who has had direct engagements with people from Sony and Xbox, especially and getting games ported over and pushing through certain stuff. You're wrong on this one. Well, I, I honestly, okay, maybe, but you don't haven't, you haven't seen the contract. Neither have I, I'm just telling you what I suspect. I haven't seen this contract, but I've seen several others. Yeah. I'm telling you what I suspect. Final Fantasy 14 is the only thing that I can think of where you can literally log on on PlayStation and and on a fucking computer and literally just back and forth, back and forth. Why don't other games do that if it's not no hard? Guy. No, well, Nomansky, no, I don't think it's the same account. It's a different account. You can no, get on from different... Hmm, okay. The yeah, the point that I'm making is the point that I'm making is there's a reason why it's I suspect why it's not often done. Maybe I am wrong. I haven't seen the contract, neither of you. Whatever. I'm just saying I suspect that. And then the third thing, the, the the third point that I had was that the fact of the matter is is the it's very important what Wolf just said. What I said earlier, they never apologize. What Wolf just said, they never explain. There's three things you do with the customer. If a customer has been wronged in some way or even not wronged, I come in and order a cheeseburger and I say, I want extra onions and lettuce and whatever. There's a shortage on whatever. You don't have the lettuce. There's three things you do. As a waiter, a waiter knows this, much less a million pound, billion dollar, whatever company. Number one, I'm sorry, sir. You apologize, even if you don't mean it. You still do it. Number two, you can't have your lettuce because there's a shortage and there was an E. coli, whatever, and we lost our lettuce or whatever. Like, blah. So, number one, you apologize. Number two, you explain. And number three, you try to come to a resolution. What can we do to make this right? What Frontier has done is never apologized. David Braben's statement said, <clears throat> Elite's game is dear, dear to my heart, but we've had to make a decision consoles will go a different way this is what's best for the game never apologize they get their fucking honest arf their their mouthpiece out there a guy whose job it is to manage the community never apologized number two never explained why and lastly in this particular case number three if i go to a restaurant i want a table i can't get a table for an hour and a half there's an hour and a half wait you, you then acknowledge that. In this case, they promised you would have the game when it was re originally released. They promised you would have the game actually not. They promised you would have the game two Christmases ago. The game was supposed to be released in November, December of 2020. Then it got delayed to Christmas 2020. Then it got delayed to quarter one 2021. Then it got delayed to... May 19th, 2021 for PC and go fuck yourself. You're never getting it on, on console, <clears throat> but they didn't tell you that honestly, back then they said indefinitely short term later in the year, they changed the answer 19 different times. They never yeah, literally right. came out and said, Hey man, we're sorry that we strung you along for another year. Yeah. Like all originally of they said, you'll have it in the fall. And then at that point it was it's, it's indefinitely suspended until we get PC in a good position. And on the, for example, with final fantasy, because I have my PS4 sitting next to me and I play on PS4 and my computer, I have to have two separate copies of final fantasy 14 
but each copy can log in with the same account. Correct. So That's I did, I did have to buy it on PS4 sure. and, then, and on PC, of, but of course. I can still log into whatever, right? So, of course. Makes sense. Yeah. Of course. And nobody, nobody's begrudging that 100%. Nobody's begrudging that. It's, it's... But No Man's Sky, for example, you don't have to have more than one copy, especially with Xbox Game Pass, because you can play on PC and on Xbox, because Microsoft is doing the whole, <laughs> if you own the game, you own the game. Well, and that's can, a special you know, relationship. Yeah. True, it is. All right. But, you know, cross-play is a thing. I want to know what's <laughs> failed, what's happened. Why isn't it working with Elite? Why is cross-play so difficult for them when I can list 180 games with cross-play right now? So since they slapped the players in the face with that abomination of a stream with the, you know... We're, we're, we're going to take two seconds not even explain what the problem is to people who don't know. Just say, David Braben made a statement. Some people don't like it. You've given us death threats. That, therefore, we have the right to take away your account. Then they moved right on to, <clears throat> now let's talk about, uh, what is it? Like, oh, let's talk about uh, player pictures. You, yay, community. Yeah, screenshot. Now let's talk about <clears throat> uh, whatever. They did not say, oh, here's what's happening going forward oh the developer updates that we promised you every month last year that we stopped doing six months ago we're not going to mention them who knows if they're ever coming back update 11 dropped last week uh that console players don't have any access to update 12 is that even a thing will that be a thing will it happen someday will it not happen who knows we're not going to mention fuck all we're not going to talk about development of the game or where things are going we're not going to address the fact that many people myself included I, I think i was maybe the first one to say i strongly suspect that what we have here is a situation where people who play on pc now are going to actually greatly uh how do i say this they're going to greatly be advantaged they're going to greatly uh, uh uh improve in their game for the next six to nine months, because now that they finally let go of all of the 20% of their player base, which are the console players, now the remaining 80% on PC, the game is actually going to be more fun. There's going to actually, they're going to turn the story back on where they've been just stalling and standing around for the last year. They're going to actually do shit now. I think the game's going to get more fun. And then in nine months to a year when they run out of the stuff that they have already sort of pre-planned and whatever they're going to just fucking put the game into maintenance mode and let it you die know, here's a question for the console players <clears throat> and matter of fact for horizons because is horizons going to get any future content updates whatsoever probably not but here's a quick question i'm an elite noob 500 hours of gameplay is bgs on the console versions gonna just <clears throat> stop working did, we don't know. Don't we know. We haven't gotten any inf information. No information. We don't know. The so only thing we have just, is just that they have will. Supposition. Go ahead. Just to have supposition, um, because that question was was asked when when Odyssey first came out, and then yeah, the BGS went right into an absolute mess. Apparently, the servers, or we'll just call it server, because it runs so damn slow sometimes that handles BGS takes into account all the Gozentas and Gozoutas from console, which is Horizons, PC Horizons, and PC Odyssey. So unless they take the action 
to disable that, I would say that BGS wise, <coughs> consoles can still do that and affect the game for everyone in the way that BGS affects the game for everyone. Theoretically, that's possible. However, right. I would, however, I would. we also had Dav Stott on a fucking live stream last year when he was explaining, because people were saying, why is there like an 18-hour tick? And he explained, well, because we have to manually transfer data from the console and the PC pre-Odyssey side over to the Odyssey. We have to, like, reconcile that. Oof. That question now... Is that it? Because if that is considered by Frontier part of their, you know, standard emergency, whatever, like, oh, the standard support, then yes, you are correct, Wolf, in that assumption. If they consider that, no, it's no longer whatever, then they may decide to shunt their Odyssey or their, sorry, pre-Odyssey players, both PC and console, over to your, you get your own little second class server, have fun with that. I don't know. And if they were a normal game company that gave fucking answers to questions, then we would know. But they didn't address that. So do you remember, uh, Wolf, a year ago when I, Dav came on and addressed that tick issue? I remember when he came on to address that tick issue, but I've also noticed that it no longer takes the exorbitant amount of time it still takes you know you, you got the elite bgs app uh bot that will you know look at data and figure out okay a tick has happened go forth and conquer it can still be two or three hours until you're guaranteed quote unquote mm -hmm. to so get new data so let me ask you I don't a question think if you doing that by hand so let, anymore. let me ask you a question if you ran a multi-million dollar game company internationally, would that maybe be a good thing for your consumer or your your community manager to address on their first stream back when they're like, wouldn't that be maybe a thing that you would want to address head on? I mean, if I was running a multi-million dollar company and having to pay labor hours for for people to manually reconcile databases of data to make things work, I would figure out how to replace them with a small shell script as soon as possible. Yeah, and you would want to maybe also assure people, hey, this is a thing we... Oh, like, well, that, would go, would you, that goes without saying. Do, I, I, do can't, you think... I can't wrap my head around having my head shoved so far up my ass that I don't tell people, okay, hey, this was an issue, and uh, we fixed it, and... You know, we have an automated process that does it. We did have to do it by hand, blah. But there's a level of... One, admitting that there was a problem, and two, saying that here's what we did to fix it as an explanation that we just don't have. Yeah. But so, also, going forward, we don't know, because if they do make a change to the game, say they change on Odyssey, they change some of the missions, or they change the way something works that affects the BGS, they can't do that on console or but, in Horizon. But all of this, all of this is us... Speculating, yes, because, because they, they don't talk. give us answers. Right, that's right. the point that's that I'm making. The they did a two-hour stream with their community managers, 
where they bothered to give fuck all actual information. They talk about Twitch drops and they talk about here's some pretty pictures that our people took and oh my God, don't give us death threats. We're not going to give you answers to anything. That's the point. Yeah, and so, the scary thing is, is I'm not even sure they look ahead far enough to be able to, to predict these questions anymore. I think they're flying by the seat of their pants. They don't tell us anything. They don't give us <clears throat> answers. They lie to us. And certain white knights just love to lap it all up. So, and so, with, you know, so, it is what it is. So with regard to that, they did that. And then afterwards, they moved on to a sort of a bad let's play they literally did here's a let's play let's walk around inside this fleet carrier interior which okay that's fine and then it was honest arf talking about here's my fleet carry i clearly have no fucking clue what i'm doing because i filled it up with lots of random shit and not anything that anybody who knew how to play the fucking game would and then they were like all right cool we're changing how we do these now instead of doing these twice a week like we used to we're gonna do it once a week we're gonna we're gonna do that we got these new twitch drops it takes two hours to get the twitch drop uh twitch drop was broken for the first half hour of the stream we then do a stream for two hours and 12 minutes which means for all those playing attention at home and know how to do fucking math we didn't even stay on long enough for you to get your twitch drops have fun bye bye well they did say that they were setting it up such that twitch such sure. that twitch viewership yes. time was accumulative. No, of course, Wolf, but come on, be fucking let's let's use some common sense here. If you have two they hours spent more the, twitch drops twitch drops than they did explaining the console. If you issues, have two so. hours it, if you yeah, have two did. hours of twitch drops, you stay on for two and a half fucking hours and you just make sure that everybody gets their shit. Maybe even they got tired of badly playing their own game. Alright. Uh, was there anything else that I missed from, because I watched it live, and then I missed the first 20 minutes of it because I was at work, and then I went back and watched the thing. And let me tell you something. If you watch it on YouTube, oh my god, the fucking chat is like, Oosh. it's so cringe watching all of the things being said there and then watching them studiously avoid looking over at it. And it's like there's four comments in a two-hour stream that were not like, oh, fuck you. And those four comments, they read out. They had somebody pulling out like, okay, here's one that's not calling us on our shit. Let's, re let's read this one out. And the rest of it was just like, look the other way, look the other way, don't look at chat. That's what I we think. Had. I think maybe it might be time to answer the question. We've been going for an hour and a half i think maybe it's time to answer the, the question that's oh, in the Jesus. title we've gone this long holy fuck thank you for moving us along we got to get yeah because you right. haven't taken a breath kai yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right so so the question is where do you go now and let me phrase this a certain way for some players you just keep on playing and you're doing what you're doing if you're a console player maybe you're happy and you keep on doing what you're doing maybe as a console player you buy a pc transfer over and fucking deal with it. Maybe as a console player, you go with the uh, option that uh, Wolf talked about last week, where you can get a uh, what do you call it? Steam Deck. Steam Deck, and you can like plug it all up through the you know. So you you basically run a cord in, so it's playing on the same TV you were playing before. It's playing on the same controller you were playing before. Maybe you do all of that, but maybe. You look at this and saying, you know what? 
I see how you fucked over the con the 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 virtual the VR players where you said it's not going to be at launch, which made them all think, okay, but it's going to be six months later. And then you said after you took their money, it's not coming ever. We see how you fucked over the console players where it's coming at some point later in the year and then it's not coming ever. Maybe you look at that and say, you know what? I guarantee you fucking six to nine months from now, they're going to fuck over the PC players the exact same way they fucked over everybody else. And maybe you decide, I want to get off this ride. Maybe. Or maybe you just say, I want to broaden my horizons to have other options. I'm going to keep playing Elite. Uh, but I'm going to also move into other shit. In which case, there's lots of things that we should talk about. Now, right off the bat, I'm going to take Star Citizen and try to do this briefly. I will let other people chime in with their thoughts. Star Citizen is not for a lot of people. A lot of people will not like Star Citizen. And I'm going to tell you the honest truth about that because I don't want to mislead anyone. There's people that won't like Star Citizen because they say it's it's pay to win. There's people that won't like Star Citizen because they say it's perpetual alpha. I think a lot of elite players would like Star Citizen because it's super fucking complicated and has lots of of whatever. But I think there's also a lot of Star Citizen or, or elite. There's a lot of players in general that will bounce off of Star Citizen for for multiple reasons. It's not a complete game. It's still glitchy as fuck. There's lots of bugs and stuff. If you're a regular player of Star Citizen. You kind of know where the bugs and the glitches are and you're, you've developed a sense of avoiding them. But for some brand new people, if you're the type that gets frustrated easily with that shit, this game is not for you now. Don't waste your time and then learn to hate it. And then when it's good two years from now on launch or three years from now on launch, you don't go back and try it because you've already kept a, a thing in your head that you hate it. Now, who is this game maybe for? For those people that do have a high tolerance for that shit. For those people who don't... for me. Those people who don't mind that it's going to get reset several times or multiple times, whatever, before launch because it's not a fully released game. For those people who want ship interiors. For those people who love the super crazy intricacy of it. For the those, details. For those people that... Love. The level of detail that they put into this game is what brought me. So to, now, also, here's the thing. For a lot of people, I think if I know you really, really well, if I don't know you really well, I'm not going to like throw this out as a whatever, but I'll say this as a general thing, and you can hear it, and maybe you agree with it, and maybe you don't, but okay, whatever. Even if it's not for you right now, if I know you really well, and I know that this is the kind of game you're going to love, if you were an elite commander who had thousands of hours in, even if this is not the game for you right now, I'm telling you, spend $40, get the minimum pack, and then just sit on it. Don't play it for a year or two till it's launch ready. Because I bought this game three or four years ago, and I didn't start playing it until two years ago. For two years, <clears throat> I didn't have a PC that could run it well. Uh, I didn't have a solid state drive. I had an oldest fuck computer and it just wouldn't work well for me. So I didn't play it. But then when I got into it, like two years after I had bought it, I looked at my hangar. I had tons of free shit. Cause they're like, well, you were here for Invictus of, you were an owner for Invictus of this year. You were an owner for IAE of this year. You were an owner for this event of that year. You were an owner. So they just gave me tons of extra free shit. 
if you're a person who you know, like, hey, this isn't for me today, but this will definitely be for me at launch, spend the $40 and get end up getting $100 worth of extra free shit that they just throw in a couple times a year when they do events, and then just don't play it till then. That's fine. Whatever. You do you. But, like, this game is not for a lot of people, but this game is for, I believe, a lot of elite commanders. Now, let's address the neg- the other negative on this. You can't play this on a console. You're going to have to plunk down the money for a computer. That may eliminate a lot of people. I don't know your life. I don't know your circumstances. If this game is not for you right now because of that, mazel tov. Go find one of the other games we're going to talk about and keep this in your mind for maybe a couple years down the road when you can afford a computer and you are ready to play it. Or maybe, maybe, maybe... This releases on console someday. I highly doubt it because Chris Roberts has had a very spotty history with Microsoft. But like, I don't know. Maybe. I don't. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? I don't have a crystal ball. But like, so that's it's for a lot of people. It's not for a lot of other people. I'm not selling this to you. I'm telling you, you do you. But have that information, both positive and negative. I'm only allowing like two minutes. Hop in, guys. Positive and negatives on Star Citizen Go, but let's keep it short. To me, to me, if if you love Elite for the flying and for the ships and for the combat, the, the space combat and that kind of stuff, if that's what brought you in, the mining and the rocks and stuff, the, the being in space, if you love that stuff, then Star Citizen is the only thing that can really compare to Elite that I have found to this point. Beautiful. You, even on PC. I think the biggest ding that Star Citizen has against it, for now, because it's not optimized, is the fact that not only do you have to have a gaming PC to play it, you have to have a good one to really see the pretty and have good frame rates and it be enjoyable on its face that everyone you know thinks of especially <clears> you know <throat> coming, coming from elite with the ability to have smooth fluid gameplay no matter what the hell is going on as a steam deck is not going to do that for <clears> you as someone who's played this a lot let me tell you it might not actually be as bad as you think wolf the one thing that is a no question, no whatever. I'm telling you now, stay the fuck away from Star Citizen if you don't have a solid state drive. You can have a GPU that's a little older. You can have a CPU that's a little older. But if you don't have an SSD, and I think everybody does now, but if you don't, stay away from this game. This is not for you. Anybody else want to chip in on Star Citizen before we move to the others? All right. So let's talk about Nomansky. Pluses and minuses. Big minuses up front. I want to say this because I don't want to mislead anyone. Big minuses. The flight model is meh. It's super arcadey simple. Some of the level of intricacy in the stuff is kind of a little cartoony and a little less whatever. Now, to me, that cartoony thing was a major turnoff before I played it. When I did play it, that cartoony thing for me went away. It didn't bother me at all. What did bother me was that the proc gen, while it's amazing, can kind of get a little samey in certain circumstances where it's like, this is, I'm seeing the, you know, the ninth planet that has the sort of 
it has the same it's like it's a dog with the face of a chicken or something like something and you some of that gets a little i prefer the elite dangerous like not so elite dangerous is just like fuck you we've got a galaxy full of empty circles there's nothing there and now it's like okay we have 10% of our planets have you know these five plants and it's like just these five plants all across the planet Star Citizen, or sorry, uh, um, Nomansky is every planet has a million things. And I feel like kind of want maybe some kind of a medium in between there. Uh, Elite Dangerous is the bed that's too hard. Uh, Nomansky is the bed that's too soft. For my view, the way Star Citizen is going, it's not there yet, but the way that it's going is the just right but like <clears throat> your mileage may vary maybe you're like no man fuck you i want planets that have 10 million of every animal on every planet um that's just for me it's a little bit of a negative now here's the positives it's on console you can play it right now it's on that xbox pass thing whatever uh, it's it's completely free to transfer around so you want to play it on your Xbox, you want to play it on your PC, you want to play it, whatever. You can play right now with all of your friends. If you have a squadron elite, you can play with PC players and Xbox players all together. You can, it's just fucking amazingly fun. They just removed almost all of the negatives they were like, fuck it. You want to use mods? You want to have your ship look like a Battlestar Galactica Viper? You want to make your ship look like the Millennium Falcon? You want to change the plants to look more like this? You want to change the animals to look like that? You want to have a thing that lets you shortcut through the galaxy? You want to just have unlimited money? You want to just have whatever? Fuck it. Do whatever you want. They just are like, we give you everything you want. Do whatever you want. We don't care. You bought the game pay nothing extra and have everything you like who fucking cares you like this grind enjoy it you don't like this grind here's a mod go skip all the grind they just let you have anything you want ever there are so many fucking positives to that game i put in so many hours in that game and i will play that game for as long as it goes it they're even putting it on the fucking switch this summer it plays on the steam deck amazingly it plays on everything so great there's just so many positives Comments on Nomansky before we move to the also's. Well, on console, sadly, it's a situation where No Man's Sky is probably your only competition for Elite Dangerous. So if you're frustrated with Elite and you're bored with all the game loops that we've been doing for so long in Horizons, but you want to fly through a universe (laughs) and go to different planets and stuff, there's Mm. only that one game. That's it. And that that's that's part of why for Elite now. has been so popular for so long because mm-hmm. there's nothing else there for now. Uh, St- uh, Starfield, Star Starfield, Starfield is coming at the end of the year. Starfield's coming 11 11 2022, November 11th. Um, yep. and that's a big date for them. They release games on that date. They've released uh, like they've released like fucking I think uh, uh, Skyrim. Was 11, 11. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing for. Them. I don't think they're gonna miss that date. I think they've factored that in. I think they're gonna be ready to launch it in you know September but October. Starfield but gonna... is a single player role playing right. game. You're that right. We don't know if we can actually fly the ships or not yet. You're right. So 
You're right. There's a lot of question marks, but I think for a lot of people on console specifically, Starfield is going to do a lot to scratch that itch, I think. We'll see. We'll have to watch as it develops. Lady Rain, I know you play a game that is super near and dear to my heart. It looks super, super awesome. Why don't you tell people about Empyrean? Yeah, um, for those that have watched me play it, Empyrean has a galaxy, you know, 10,000 systems, procedurally generated worlds. Um, you can build spaceships block by block like Minecraft and walk around them and also walk around and swim and, you know, explore and have factional <laughs> warfare and all kinds of other stuff. But tonight, not just Empyrean, there's a bunch of other stuff out there too. And, and I, I would love to see people broaden their horizons and i keep you know we've got like 60 people watching i keep trying to remind everybody that if you want to see some of these games if you've never seen them before let me know i'll fire up a stream on saturday i will show you empyrean there's celestial command vorian astro um astroneer pulsar mm. lost colony mm. there's space engineers mm. there's you know sword in the stars void destroyer it doesn't matter I'll show you a space game that'll give you RTS, that'll give you planetary exploration, that'll let you build stuff. Hmm. You let me know, and I'll show you. And I think that was what I was hoping to get to with that answering that question is explore space games. Expand your horizons yeah. because there's more out there. And I, I think Empyrean is absolutely fantastic. I have about 400 hours in that game. Hell yeah. I know some people don't like building games where they build things, but the cool thing about Empyrean, it's got built-in workshop support, so you don't want to build a base or a vehicle or a spaceship, that's fine. Somebody else did download it and, you know, build that. Yeah. And it'll just build automatically <clears throat> for you. So there's there's so much more to explore. <clears throat> Some of those that you mentioned, I'm like, oh, that sounds neat. Other of those that you mentioned, Avorian, I know so much about that game. It's got neat shit. You can download plans and you can build. People have built the Battlestar Galacta. They've built all kinds of cool shit. That's super, super awesome. Space Engineers, obviously, I know about that. It's it's amazing. You've got, uh, you You also mentioned uh, Pulsar Lost Colony. Pulsar Lost Colony is super, super cool. The graphics on that one aren't as, it's kind of like a little whatever. Don't go watch, if you check a video, don't immediately bounce off of it because the graphics are a little whatever. Like, check it out. That one has a very much Starship bridge crew where it's like you play it with like four friends and you have like, this is the engineer, this is the tactical officer, this is the captain, this is the whatever. And like each person has an important role and you play together to, to multi-crew a ship in a very cool and meaningful way. Don't bounce off the graphics on that one. If you're looking for a group thing, if you want something where it's like, man, I want to play this with, you know, my girlfriend and my brother and... You know, my girlfriend's brother and the three, four of us, we're going to play a thing. Get, definitely give that one a look. Um, going through my Steam library, I'm seeing here Battletech. Fucking amazing. Got to get into that. Uh, Children of a Dead Earth. Uh, uh, Deliver Us the Moon. Uh, you've got Endless pretty. Endless Space 2. FTL Faster Than Light. Galactic Civilizations 3. Um, you, you, Hunter Net Starfighter. Free game from our good friends... Uh, 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 fuck, why am I blanking right now? Uh, uh, Nando. Nando, Fernando. Yeah, yeah. Kerbal Space Program, and soon Kerbal Space Program 2 is coming out. Mars Horizon, uh, Outer Wilds, Per Aspera, Sid Meier Civilization. Dangerous. Yep, Fly Dangerous. Yep, Fly Dangerous from our good friend Yuki. I love that fucking chick. She is awesome. 
Sid Meier Civilization Beyond Earth, uh, uh, Sid Meier Starships, uh, Space Engine, which is not a game, but it's neat. You should check it out. Uh, you've got Take on Mars, Terraforming Mars, uh, The Turing Test, X4, the entire X4 fucking series. Now, a lot of these that I'm mentioning are single-player games. A lot of these that I'm mentioning are maybe PC only, or some of them are PC and uh, uh, console. Some of these are different. Not all of them are going to fit for every person. I'm just pointing out the fact that there are a lot of, you know, freelancer, you, you want to go old school? You, 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 space engineers, fucking amazing. So many good stuff. So what I'm saying is take sort of, don't don't walk away from space games as a genre, but may and and maybe not even walk away from elite. Maybe keep playing elite, but also augment that by keeping your eye out on some other fun things, so that if six months or nine months from now they drop the hammer on PC like they drop the hammer on uh, everyone else, then you're like, okay, but I have these other things and I'm enjoying them. Um, Chad, yeah, I think that's a a good point to point out is like, look, we're not saying that elite as a whole is dead. There's still plenty of things. If you were so inclined to go do and have fun doing, like, sure. Oh, I'm, I'm proof of that, but variety is the spice of life. It is. I actually linked in uh, the YouTube chat. There's a game I'm looking forward to coming out in May called flight of Nova, which is basically what if Microsoft's, Light sim, but Microsoft Space Sim, complete with like full space to ground Newtonian physics. Whoa, that's if, coming in May. May, yeah. If wow. you hit in, re-entry wrong, you'll burn the ship up and explode, and all kind. It's like what if Microsoft Flight Sim, but also space truck game too. Oh, DM it's, me, DM me some of that. We might cover that on next week's show because that sounds yeah, fucking baseballs. That sounds interesting for sure. In the recording, please. Hell yeah, hell yeah. Um, Chad, what are some other space games? You know that you're like, hey man, check out this or check out that or just let's hear your feels on this. No, Chad. <laughs> no, Chad. All right. What? Sorry. Oh, there you go. Oh, there he is. What did you have me comment about? Space games, some of your feels on some of these things. Some some ones that you maybe love to, to call out for the shop. Oh, um, well, there's so many space games now. It's ridiculous. So many different aspects. There's survival games. There's build space building games. There's engineering games. There's, you know, do all kinds of, you know, space farm games, whatever. Mm. It's There's a wide variety of choices mm. that, that satiate any interest <clears throat> in the space genre. It's, nice. Uh, and I think Elite and Star Citizen really re-kickstarted that genre when it was kind of like mm -hmm. dead mm -hmm. in the early early 2010s. Mm -hmm. uh, and now it's going great guns from a whole host of independent developers as well as big companies. I want to shout out one, and I want to give a shout out to Biotic Keen from uh, our community. Um, yeah, let's drop a link for that one in the in the live chat here. I'll drop it right here. Copy link. Paste. There you go. For the people in the live chat, there you go. Um, I want to call out a game called Terra Invicta. Now, Falling Frontiers is another game that is on this, this genre. Falling Frontiers is coming out soon. 
and people have mentioned it. Um, <clears throat> it's a cool RTS game where you sort of build spaceships and space stations and whatever, and it looks super, super awesome, and it's coming out soon. I, I also want to call out this Terra Invicta. I had not heard of it. <clears throat> Biotic King turned me on to it. I've watched a couple of videos, and I am obsessed with this game. This game is coming out, I think, in Q2 of this year. This game is coming out within the next like three or four months. It was <clears throat> supposed to come out at the end of 2021. It got pushed to Q2 of 2022, and it's looking like it's it's actually ready for, for a launch. So, yeah. Um, this game is super, super cool. It starts off kind of like... like sim sim earth or whatever like civilizations where <clears throat> you're just on planet earth and it's just like you know normal governments like the united states and canada and russia and whatever and then a thing a spacecraft <clears throat> crashes on planet earth <clears throat> and there's wreckage there's no alien survivors but there's wreckage and the game starts there, and it starts very sort of civilization-like, where it's like you have governments, you're building up your infrastructure, you're building up uh, a bunch of stuff, and you're trying to sort of game civilization style against the other people. But with the hook of, there's this spacecraft. And <clears throat> with that, it starts to sort of change certain like factions come up and these factions there are seven factions and like some of them are like more religious based and we're like what are the implications of us finding proof of life uh, extraterrestrial life uh it, it's super super interesting um and then these groups of, sort of show up and you you expand and the countries as they exist start to sort of melt and merge into one of these seven factions and there's like a faction of like we want to serve the aliens there's we want to run away from the aliens there's we want to fight the aliens there's we want to be strong but friendly like even terms with the like there's all these different factions <clears throat> the government start to melt and now you know it's the you know whatever it's fucking alien xeno servant stan and like that's that faction and it's like that might be like you know france and germany and russia and china or whatever and then there's you know we want to fight the aliens and that's all of australia and brazil or like whatever like it it sort of evolves as the game evolves but then that's step one where it's literally just dealing with <clears throat> other governments on earth and trying to advance your whatever but then it evolves basically into the expanse. You literally create ships and platforms. You have to go out into space and start to colonize space. These different factions are fighting each other in an amazing recreation of our solar system. <clears throat> More ships start to crash on Earth. There's apparently some big ship entity or some big thing that's out there on like the far side of Saturn or whatever. That's like too far away for us to get to, but like we know about it and everybody is fighting each other to try to get out there. And it's it's literally like the expanse in space. And I'm going to drop a link right now to a video. Here is a like um trailer for it that's like 2 minutes long, but I'm also going to drop a separate second link that's like a 20 minute long sort of let's play walkthrough that a guy does on this game that is 
holy shit it it's to me it's like this is the expanse as a video game it's rts some people are gonna love it some people are gonna bounce right off of that whatever if it's for you it's for you if it's not it's not but holy shit it's amazing it's the expanse it's different factions fighting to colonize our solar system in a amazing way so yeah that's something that's out there i open it up to anybody else chad wolf tweak anybody have any other games they want to mention that it's it's that they're interested on and whatever uh, for flying spaceships again thinking console i guess there's star wars squadrons Hell yeah. although it, it can't compete to with a lead or anything it feels like you're flying on a rail but mm. some might like it uh, there are options but that's this, this is why the announcement hit me so hard because i know why the majority of the people that i have played with through the years play elite dangerous is for the reality the 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 semi part of the game that allowed you to do whatever you wanted to do and now there's nothing else to go to on console this does in my opinion some developers going to take note of this and they're going to fill a void but Mm. it's going to take some time i think it's uh it sounds like from what rain was talking about i'm super interested in looking into that one that one to me sounds like oh that's going to the yeah, top yeah but of i don't know that that one will be on console either so. that's true that's probably true. not that's true All i right. mean kai, kai tweak's got a point you know i know we only got a few minutes left Go for elite it. Do, frontier doing what they've done here has left console players with a version of elite that'll never be updated again and no man's sky and that's that's about it well, while big open space world space games. That's about it, yeah. Yeah, well, and Space Engineers is also there as well. Oh, Space Engineers on console? Yeah. Yep. I think so, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a fucking amazing game. Get If you're a console player, get on... Go right now and look at Space Engineers and see if maybe that is something that would satisfy you because that is a very cool, uh, you know, emerging world to play with. For sure. Hell yeah. Um, <clears throat> I do want to take a moment to like i said earlier highlight what is so amazing what has been so amazing about elite the 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 galaxy model is amazing i think that to my knowledge there has never been a game that gives you so much of an opportunity to explore and to you know, go out there and see we're seven years in and it's like less than half a percent of 1% of the galaxy has been explored. Now, unfortunately, I have to point out that that galaxy is pretty much empty. It's just a bunch of circles, bunch of circles. They div- They never bothered to use their vaunted proc gen to put in <clears throat> plants or animals or wreckage or trip. whatever it. So if you are interested in just flying around and seeing like, oh, look at that. That's a neutron star. Oh, look at that. That's a, you know, four moons in a weird uh, uh, orbit. And, and, oh, here's a this or here's a that. Fucking amazing. And and in the history of time, Elite Dangerous should always be celebrated for its galaxy model. They failed to do anything with it. But holy shit, the galaxy model is amazing. And I pray, we're gonna next week we're gonna talk a good bit about a game that's near and dear to my heart, Star Wars Galaxies. Um 
I pray that at some point, someone takes Elite Dangerous's galaxy model and Star Wars galaxies, everything else, and mushes it together to make the game of my dreams. And I think that Star Citizen may be going that way, but it's not proven yet. It's still, there's a lot of question marks on that. I think Star Citizen is the only game that to me is giving me, it's the true spiritual successor to Star Wars Galaxy, but it does still miss that amazing Stellar Forge that Dr. K gave us in Elite. And you should never, ever, ever forget the amazeballs wonder that is the elite dangerous stellar forge that just no matter what that needs to be celebrated anyone who overlooks that doesn't know what they're talking about in my book <clears throat> let's go around the horn uh thoughts on any of this closing thoughts and or say goodnight to the beautiful people and take a couple minutes it's okay i don't care if we go over i i i talk too much so couple couple minutes and or anything you got we'll, we'll start with chat if you're here if not i'm here <laughs> uh, oh, oh one last I'm... thing i got a call from the chat elix elix called out a game he talked to me the other day about rodina it's a single uh single player or single developer who's making a very cool space game go check out rodina it it, it sounded awesome based on what he was saying and yeah, let's all also let's let's everybody start if, if you feel it. Don't don't. I'm not putting words in your mouth, but just want to everybody. Let's give a, a a a much love to Dr. K. I love you, Dr. K. You're an amazing person. Go ahead, Chad. Yeah. So one year ago, <clears throat> elite players were like, "Star Citizen's good. It's over. Elite Odyssey will be great." And then a year later, we've seen what had happened. <clears throat> the elite deviated from what it does best to chase a market that the game was not originally designed to go after, and this is the result. Mm. They added alpha gameplay when they should have expanded on the Stellar Forge. That was their greatest asset, as you said before. And a, a game that plays to its strengths will be successful, one that deviates and goes off in a left turn like this did. And the result is it, the players who play it don't like it, what, they, what happened and uh, look elsewhere. And so... I mean, we're in the situ an unattainable situation where, where you know, if it's like people have been playing on a console for thousands of hours. Now they're told, being told, too bad, so sad. Mm. Go buy a PC. Mm. Um, and then Star Citizen announces all these cool new features, and then even adds more on, to, on top of what was already announced. And it's it's like it's a lesson to be learned from a business point of view. Uh, don't chase after a market that isn't yours. That isn't what your original intent was, which is what they tried to do, and uh, it's like Disney Star Wars. They tried to go after people who don't who don't like Star Wars, and, and no one was happy. Wolf, I know you got much love for Doctor K. Hit it. Oh, I've got so much love for Doctor K. Uh, her her work to create the Stellar Forge is is what gave the galaxy the ability for us to go explore it. You know, we're we're in a in a time of history where we're a hundred years too late to explore the earth and we're who knows hundred, two hundred, however long years too early to go explore our own solar system, let alone 
the galaxy. Um, the biggest thing that I, I love in Elite that I, I don't recall um, any other games doing it is the BGS system. You know, we've we've had games where there is a a pseudo market or an, an actual economy and that comes with its own things. This this was something completely new and different and the process I went through of learning what the BGS was and why it's there and then how to utilize and it. How to manipulate it. It's uh, to me, that's what keeps bringing me back to play Elite. Yeah, so that I can do me, something and leave my mark. I agree. The BGS kept me in that game for thousands of hours. And I agree. I don't see that anywhere else right now. Yep. A hundred percent. The BGS. So the, the, the three main pillars. I called out the one that was unique, unique, which was the Galaxy model. That is so unique. But the two other amazing things that Elite did. Well, no. Three other amazing things that Elite did was the BGS is fucking great. The... Flight model is fucking amazing, although you have that same really good flight model in Star Citizen. It's not unique, but it's great in both. Uh, and and lastly, the VR implementation, other games having in, implemented VR, and obviously uh, Elite has abandoned its VR. They're like, fuck it, you can have it for the old shit, but you can't have it for any of the new shit, and we're never going to do it. But um, that is also, though, the VR is amazing in Shipbreakers and is amazing in other games. But when it first came out, I think the Elite VR was the gold standard that everyone followed. So yeah, those are all, all other amazing things about Elite that should be celebrated. Um, Lady Rain, it's your turn. And I, and please continue with the everybody giving love to Dr. K. I am... Quite fond of reminding people that Dr. K and I are mutuals on Twitter, and I think that she's fantastic, um, oh, yeah. and that she's a genius. And I'm sad that she no longer works for Frontier, but I hope that everything's going good for her. So sad for us, not for her. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um. And so, like, I I also <clears throat> agree. But as I tell the story with people, as I approached my 500th hour in Elite. And I went on my first exploration expedition as I was waiting for Odyssey to, to, to drop. I found my first Earth Lake. And it was ringed, and there was a DSSA carrier. Um, actually, that was the second one. The first one I found was that I got to put my name on. I found this Earth Lake. I scanned it. I put my name on it. And I realized, that's it. That's all there is. Mm -hmm. My name's on it. Mm -hmm. And that destroyed the game for me. Because I realized that at no point was I ever going to make any real tangible difference in the galaxy. Sometimes I wonder why you all talk about the BGS. Because it's like, cool, you're helping an NPC faction do what exactly? Do you have any actual control over anything? Are you making an impact on the galaxy? Where's the space station you get to own? Well, there are Where's player the, factions. You know? There are player factions right, as well. Right. Opix sure. is a player faction in-game that actually owns dozens of space stations. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, but, you know, you own a space station. What does that mean for you? Do you get to, like, make money off of it? 
Uh, Basically, what it means is any rando that shows up and they sell their crap or anything that helps our influence. Yeah, okay. Still, like, nobody. It's not like Eve. I get what you're saying 100%. It's not like Eve where you make the money directly or in Eve, and that's another one we didn't really even get to today. That's a whole other story with that. But you literally make the money, you literally place a station where you want it. And you're exactly right, uh, Rain, that that is a whole other. That's a whole other level that Elite does the, not the, have. The, the most fun I had in Eve, because I played Eve from 2006, the most fun I had in Eve was the first three months in the game, I joined a group called the Ascendant Frontier. And we built space stations, 2,200 people. We built space stations and we built civilization. Hmm. And it was ours. And I know that that's, I guess, not what people want in Elite. Sure, that's fine, but... I always thought to myself, when do I get to have enough money to build my own fucking Orvis starport? Mm. Mine. I own it. The player. It's mine. I built it. That was not something that was ever going to happen. So, like, yeah, I guess when it, when it, what I'm trying to say here is Elite had good things. I loved the combat model. I love deep core asteroid mining. That explosion never gets old. Mm. It's it's crack. I love it. Mm-hmm. And the exploration was great and all. And I, I actually was one of the crazy people that loves driving around the SRV. I think that little thing is fun as hell. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more elite for me when I hit that 500th hour. It just felt like nothing but wasted potential everywhere I looked. Mm. Okay. And I... Yeah, I wish that that wasn't the case. And there's other games to go play now, so go play them. Okay. Uh, and Tweaked, you're up. Yeah, I, I won't get into the BGS stuff because I'll be here for hours talking about the BGS. That has been my specialty in Elite Dangerous for a lot of years now. Mm. Yesterday's stream, from a console player's perspective, was insulting. Mm. They glossed over us. They threw us to the side. And then they totally ignored any plans for the future. It was extremely disappointing. They didn't even, and Jay pointed this out in the chat, they didn't even give us their famous line that we've got some good stuff coming. We just can't tell you yet. They didn't even say that yesterday. So to be gone since Christmas, and then this is the first stream back, it's insane to me to not have some kind of a roadmap or some kind of a d- development plan to announce hey this is what's happening now and we'll be in touch when we have more i get it i get it uh i also want to remind you though because you have so many times given expressed your whatever uh your love for dr k and the stellar forge oh dr k is the <clears throat> goddess of the galaxy that oh, yeah. i spent my 5,000 hours, and she is a queen. I love Dr. K. No doubt. No doubt. Just wanted to remind you there because I know that's how you felt, and I wanted to make sure that we got that out there. Yeah. Um, so there it is. There's the, the pluses and minuses. Uh, and for my money, Elite Dangerous is an amazing once-in-a-lifetime project. It started out so great. They did so much stuff with it. And then a year later, they said, hey, every year we're going to drop updates. And a year later, they dropped an update. And in the first 18 months, they'd added like fucking 15, 20, whatever new ships. And then two, three years later, they added like four new ships. And then two years later, they added two new ships. And then they hadn't had fuck all new ships since. It is an amazing thing that the, the original 
is so great and, and deserves to be treasured. And there are still people deriving pleasure from playing it right now, and I salute them. That's that's all good. I'm not in any way trying to shit on your in your Wheaties. But they got lazy. They broke a bunch of promises. They put themselves in a bad position. And where they're at now with it going forward is... <clears throat> They fucked it up by adding a whole bunch of... Instead of actually doing an update, a refresh of the code base like they promised, they lied. They put a lot of shaders on top of shit. It makes things run slow. It's on spaghetti code. They have cut loose their VR player base and said, yeah, you're not getting any future update work. It just is what it is. They have cut loose their console players and said, yeah, you're not getting any future update work. It is what it is. And... The game is going to be fun to play for the next nine months to a year, and then they're going to cut loose the PC player base. They're going to let the game collapse like a flan in a cupboard. And then three years from now, four years from now, when Star Citizen releases and makes all of the monies, they're going to Me Too this shit, and they're going to Elite Dangerous 2, Electric Boogaloo. They're going to try to refresh it and try to milk some money out of people. Me personally, the original Elite Dangerous was a fucking masterpiece. And deserves to be, uh, deserves to be celebrated for till the end of time. But all of the shit that they've done with the last five years of this game is a fucking insult. And the fact of the matter is that I don't trust them for any that company. I don't trust them for anything going forward. So when they release their next thing, I will wait six months. I will watch lots of reviews, and if it is of the flavor of the original Elite Dangerous, which was a masterpiece, then I will get it on the bargain bin. If it is of the level of Odyssey, which was absolute dog shit, then I will let them sit there and stew in the reputation that they've developed for themselves. I love all y'all. We're fucking out of here, guys. It's time to go get some more beer and play some New World. Ciao. Nano, nano.